Okay, speeding, showing seconds. This thing on? Are you sure you can hold it while yeah, you I drive? Can hold it. Okay. <laughs> well, I can hold it for you. I can hold it. That's what she said. Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear... Rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. Welcome, everybody, to our drive home from Reno. This is Captain Party and producer Shar. We are minus one bride who uh, is on her honeymoon. That's yeah. Aaron, if you didn't know. Um, we have... Oh, God, where do we even begin? I don't even know where to start. I mean... So much has happened since the last time. The last time we basic was One the week Sunday. Ago. Yeah, it was a week ago. We were at the 2 a.m. club. It was the Sunday before Aaron and Jeff's wedding. And uh, we were on our way to the Mill Valley Film Festival for Ben Fong Torres. And it's like since then, it's been, you've been home. Or you've been in San Francisco, you've been in the Bay Area for a week, and I don't even know what to, I don't even know where to begin for all the things that you've done. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, I have been drunk since Tuesday. (laughs) It's now Sunday. And um, yeah, I got to go to my favorite dive bar in my neighborhood, which was North Star, to see uh, my bartender. Yeah. I don't know if he listens, but... He was there, right? My sister and I were like, we have to go to our dive bar and see Mark. He's our bartender at North Star. Most people know him as Elsie, but we call him Mark. And uh, it was the bar... We've recorded there before, and that was the bar where uh, we were um, customers of the month, and we got free drinks I all night, that. and that was well, we had just all those a tokens. shit show. I don't even know if we finished those tokens. Oh, yes, we did. My sister and I did, yep. <laughs> and I got in a big old fight, and it was like a whole night... I remember that night. It was night. a complete night. Yep. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, I had a night there uh, on Tuesday, and then on Wednesday we had our rehearsal dinner. Oh, that's for right. For Aaron and Jeff's You wedding. left your dress. Do we, should we talk oh, about the Oh, for the, the love inf- of God, we, yeah. Should we talk about the infamous dress leaving <laughs> the in the car? dress debacle. <laughs> <laughs> so Sharp picks me up from the airport. We go to the Mill Valley, straight to the Mill Valley Festival, and basically she... Uh, gives me to Aaron to drive back into the city and somehow I forgot to bring my dress my dress was left in Char's trunk and Char lives an hour away so all week I was stressed out basically every day I was trying to meet up with you until the wedding on Thursday every day I got a text from you uh, trying to see if we could sync up our schedule somehow that day yeah uh, so that you can get your dress and we weren't able to do that until Wednesday and thank God because, okay, Char is good at a lot of things, but she's not very good at being on time. So <laughs> I, I was like, and you know, it was like, okay, worst case scenario, Char can come early on Thursday to give me my dress. And I was like, I don't want to put that kind of pressure on her. And you know, you did get to the wedding right as it started. No, no, totally. 
<laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> I just imagine me imagining me standing there in my tank top and flip flops, I mean, waiting for Char to get granted, there. Granted, <laughs> it would probably would have been a little bit different if I had to, if I knew that I had to deliver. If you had the dress, the, yeah. If I had the, your but dress, but I didn't want you to have that pressure either because no, it was not it totally, your fault. Like when I was driving to the city, when I was driving to the city, I was totally thinking about it. I was just like, man. I'm so glad I didn't have to rush the way I did. <laughs> I, I didn't have to rush because, I, like, uh, what was it? I had some work to do that morning. I had some recordings that, that Thursday morning. And then uh, I was done around 11.30. And so my plan was to get ready and head to head to, uh, head to to the city. And the wedding was starting at 2.30. Right. And... At around 11:30, when it was like when it was me getting ready, I just kind of took my time, and I was just kind of like, ah, blah blah blah. And so it was like, and I'd like checked how long it would take me to get to the city, and how what time I would arrive there, so that I could arrive there at about 2:15, 2:20. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. So I just kind of like dilly dallied and made it, so that I'd just arrive just on time. But and I was driving into the city, I was like, man. If I had that dress, I wouldn't have been able to do that. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, everything worked out, thank God. And uh, and so the more um, Wednesday night was the rehearsal dinner, which was so beautiful. And I'm gonna you know wait till Aaron's around so we can talk about it together. But really beautiful. People gave speeches, and then of course after that we go to another bar, and I'm out till basically one. Um, and then it was the day, the day of the wedding which started at 2.30, and okay, technically it was a wedding, but I call it a pub crawl, because <laughs> we went to four different bars that night. Aaron hates when I do that, sorry. But it was a pub crawl, an epic one at that, and one of the most fun weddings I've ever been to, in all it's, honesty. What we did was what I, I it wasn't what I w- was expecting. I know that we were doing, like, you know, Aaron kept saying, oh, it's, we're untraditional, we're not doing all the traditional things, and all that, but like the pinnacle of the wedding when we were walking to where we were supposed to have dinner from bar number two the royal cuckoo to the front porch and the mission yeah that was like it just next level like yeah so much fun well every aspect of the pub crawl wedding was very different and very like had a vibe and a personality of its own right so there was a ceremony at casements so that's one thing and then we go to the Royal Cuckoo, and it feels like you're in New Orleans. And this, the, the band, the live music that was playing, which was Jeff's old neighbors, they were right, friends right, of his. Right. It feels like you're in New Orleans. It's dark. It's just such good soul, like soul vibes, right? So then that was that whole energy. And then the second line, this New Orleans-style band is hired to w- walk us, play us to the next the next. Uh, spot which was the front porch for dinner so we're just dancing on the streets of the mission district and I have never I, t- I forgot who I turned to but I was like I have never felt so fucking cool yeah because it, we I think it was, me was and it you yeah yeah, yeah. And, we, and we had roadies from the Royal Cuckoo so we're walking down the streets openly drinking dancing our asses off in the middle of the street in the mission district and families are coming out and dancing and everybody's so happy. And it, I just felt like, obviously for us, the, the uh, guests of the wedding, it was special. But I feel like even for people on the streets and the neighbors, it was really special because it's just, you know, for two years, we haven't really seen shit like that. Yeah, for sure. It felt like um, it's different, but the same is like beta breakers. 
when you're like <laughs> yeah. walking in the street and drinking yeah. and just yeah. having a good time mm-hmm. and, and then people are all on their porch watching you guys walk yeah. by and taking pictures and that's what yeah <laughs> that's what everyone we all but the neighbors were taking videos good ass brass band music yeah with Aaron and Jeff leading the way they led the way and oh my god and the funny thing was everyone in the band was wearing captain's hats that's right. and of course I had I brought my captain party hat I did not wear it as I conducted the ceremony because I was trying to keep it professional but as soon as I heard the band was wearing these captain hats, I was like, fuck yeah. So I put mine on and I was dancing and someone came up to me. I don't remember who it was. And they were like, oh, someone in the band gave you a hat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, this would be mine. I bring it everywhere. Uh, but yeah, so then, yeah, so there was the chill, like New Orleans vibe of the Royal Cuckoo. And then just the dancing street party. And then we go to the front porch for like just a really, really, really good fried chicken dinner and what can we say about that i don't know our table was probably the best table oh we had so much fun everyone else we had the prime (laughs) location Mm -hmm. it was almost like we had our own little private table Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we were all ladies yep with the best company ladies night uh it was just so much fun. and the name of our table was one of our favorite collectively one of our favorite dive bars in the city which is called the geary club Spoiler alert, it was uh, the day of the Game 5 of the uh, Giants-Dodgers Division Series, which we ended up losing. And uh, what was funny about it was uh, a day or two before the wedding, uh, Aaron and Jeff had sent emails out to everybody. And uh, Aaron said, "This there might be a baseball game that day. And Jeff is uh, telling everybody not to talk to him about the game. I texted Jeff right away, and I go, how can nobody talk to you about the game? And he's like, it's a requirement. (laughs) And uh, what we were doing was I had my little phone uh, on YouTube TV, and we were watching the game in our little corner. It worked perfectly. And uh, we were able to watch the game, and then we finished the game uh, when we went across the street to, um, to Rock Bar. Obviously, we lost. But then I was telling you the other day, um, there was so much winning happening that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, every, like... Uh, what could we... You said You said we can't expect to bat a thousand. Yep. You it's know, like... Some things had to give. Like walking in the streets, <laughs> the wedding, like just everything about the day. Oh, we, you know, we had just found out that we were the runners up. On oh, the that's be- right. The best of the bay. Yeah. And- so for those of you that don't know, um, in in the bay, there was this annual uh, election. <laughs> what is it called? A questionnaire. Like, like a vote or a. Yeah, there's an annual vote held by the Bay Guardian. The Guardian was the independent one of the big, t- one of the two big independent newspapers. Like a readers' poll. That's it. Readers' poll. Thank you. Uh, so every year, the Guardian would have the best of the Bay, and you could just write in and vote for whoever you want on, like, I mean, so many different categories. And since then, the Guardian is no more, but 48 Hills, which is another independent publication, has taken over that role. So uh, on the morning of the wedding, Aaron randomly texts us that we got we won runners-up for best podcast of the Bay, and we lost to none other than Jeff of Story San, San Francisco. Francisco. Who is now Aaron's husband? So, if we had to lose to someone, that's that's not a bad gig. But I also said 
the white man once again is keeping us down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jeff. <laughs> but yeah, and we've realized that uh, you know Aaron and Jeff are on their honeymoon right now, so they're probably going to be listening to this. <laughs> well, they, I don't even think that we had talked about uh, Angie and I recording a basic. <laughs> And releasing it while they're gone. Hey. So, surprise. You snooze, you lose, okay? We got to put something out this week. It's got to be fresh. Um, but, yeah, so that's why, I mean, we're not giving you all the details of the wedding. We're yeah, just well, I mean, doing like, a we're, brief we're, recap. We wanted to just give some, you know, first context. Takeaways. Well, and we have to give you some context before we get into Reno. Because oh the shit that happened in Reno is greatly determined by what we have been through prior <laughs> to the trip. Like, which is the craziest week of celebrations. So, um, yeah, and then we, we cap off the dive bar wedding with a dance party at the Rock Bar. There was a photo booth. I ended up behind the bar at some point uh, pouring drinks. It was just a good time. Man, I didn't good even get into that. Time. I realized, I think I got into, I like hijacked yours and Dara's photo up once and I, and I don't think I ever stepped back in there again. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. You know, I would have done it more, but I was just having too much fun dancing. No, I, that always I agree. To like, I totally, like, yeah, we, we totally should have, like, we should have done a bitch talk. Bitch yeah. talk or something, but, uh, yeah, it was all the way on the other side, too. It's like, I think if it was, it was like kind of out of sight, out of mind. If Correct. it was like right there where you could see it, you'd see probably, you'd probably see more people coming in and out of there. Well, I, uh, on a personal note, I was proud of myself for maintaining my composure and staying a very nice buzz all day until we got to the rock bar and then I just let loose because I was like, <laughs> we, I really don't have to do anything anymore. A rock so, bar also was the open bar too. So. Yeah, and, that, and, and then I ended up behind the bar so I was pouring my own drinks at a certain point. So I got very tipsy. And so much so that I didn't bring home any leftovers from the front porch. That's how you know that I was done, though. Because that, oh I yeah, love there was, me some leftovers. And there was a whole bar full of leftovers. All of the leftovers were sitting on the bar with boxes. And, oh, oh I, I mean, that's my one regret in life, I think, <laughs> not getting those leftovers. But um, So that was the wedding in a nutshell, very briefly. We'll yeah, obviously we'll go, get we'll into the deets with when the bride. When we're with Aaron, yeah. Yeah, but uh, just just epic. The, one of the most fun weddings I've ever been to. I mean, top five for sure. I can't even, you know, it's, nothing would compare to that because it was so unique, so San Francisco. It was so Aaron and Jeff. Uh, it just was perfect, you know. So, um, <laughs> so then we wake up on Friday. <laughs> I... We had, Shower and I had very different days. I could do nothing but eat and sleep. I woke up, my sister is a genius, and she's like, we're getting breakfast burritos. Duh. So I have a breakfast burrito. I go back to sleep. I wake up, and I'm like, now I'm going to eat pho. So I get pho, go back to sleep. And then I woke up, and by the time I was ready to start functioning like a human, it was like 6 p.m. So I had to pack for Reno because Char was going to pick me up in a couple hours. So that was my day. Those were the only two things I could do was sleep and eat. Yeah. Meanwhile, like I like had visited my grandma, put together a few shelves. <laughs> she built shelves. Made no sure she deal. had her medicine. <laughs> and, then I, and then I went home, packed up, threw everything into a bag. My bathing suit that I still never use when I go to Reno because I'm too busy gambling. Correct. Um, 
But yeah, I picked you up, I think around 8.30 or, or no, about nine. Nine. I was watching a Halloween marathon. So I was halfway through Halloween H2O. So it was about nine o'clock. About nine o'clock. Eight. Yeah. And then we, uh, we hightailed it to, to Sacramento. We got our asses, to yeah, Reno. to Reno by 1.15, I think. Yeah. We got to Reno at 1.15 in the morning. And the whole drive, I was telling Char, like, I'm really going to try to rally, but I just can't imagine. I can't even imagine drinking. I can't imagine being awake. I just, I really want to sleep. But I didn't want to sleep on the drive because, you know, as shotgun, you have to keep the driver awake. <laughs> so I couldn't sleep on the drive. I stayed awake. And by the time we got into Reno, I still wasn't sure that I was going to go back out. Yeah, we were, well, we had, our original plan when we had talked about it like five days before leaving, we were like, we're going to get to Reno on Friday night. We're going to party and we're going to have a good time. And then we're going to go to the chili festival. And then we're just going to party the whole time. Yeah. And uh, we get there. And we're just like, uh, what do you want to do? Yeah. So so it's still questionable right now. At this point, we checked in. It's 1.30. And I also had a friend that was at the chili festival, too. And I think if my friend wasn't there, I probably would have gone to sleep. I probably would have gone straight to sleep because I was really tired. But then, you know, I was like, oh, I haven't seen my friend for a while. I'm just going to, I told Char, I'm just going to go gamble till like JW, you know who you are. <laughs> you kept her up. I'm just going to gamble till three. That's, that's, that was my next goal. Because I was like, oh, now I want to catch up with my friend, whatever. I'm going to gamble till three. Well, yeah. Well, uh, oh, we also need to preface that when we were up in the room, you were like, yeah, I'll go down. I'll have a drink. I'll go down for one hour. I'll, I'm going to be down, and then I'm going to go back up at 3 o'clock. That should give me ample time to sleep, and then we can, you know, start over in the morning. I was like, okay, sounds good. Fast forward to, like, 6 in the morning. <laughs> so uh, I hit the blackjack table. Char's killing it at craps. I hit the blackjack table. I lose. So I'm like, all right, this is my sign. But I was waiting. I feel like the whole time I was waiting for drinks from the cocktail waitress. Because oh, yeah. We so were having a hard time I was ready to bounce, night. but I, I was like, I had just ordered a fresh drink. I don't want to, you know, that's where I win. That's where I win my money back. So um, I finally get my drink, and then I, I go hang out with Char for a minute. And then I sit down at a slot machine with my friend, and we win. We, uh, we had $100 in there. It was a team effort. We had 100 in there, and we cashed out at 380 so I was like, fuck yeah. So now I'm up and now I have another round of drinks. So then I'm hanging out even more. Anyway, uh, what happened was I was up easily till uh, 6.30, I think. And um, just, I don't know how. <laughs> I, I don't know how I had that energy because I was on my deathbed. I couldn't function. <laughs> um, but Reno, I mean, what was yeah. it I said that last time? You become your best version of yourself <laughs> at three in the morning at Reno. Something happens, and uh, yeah, so I was able to rally. Yeah, you're uh, trying to. So, I so what I strategically did, which I don't know, it was it was a good or bad move, is I was basically I didn't want to oversleep to pick up our chili fest tickets. <laughs> so, because I figured sure, if that's I went because oh, if I sure. went back up. I would totally crash out, and then I would wake up, and then I would end up having to go into a big line. So I was like, I'm going to wait till 9, and I'll stay up till 9. I'll get my tickets, 
and then go upstairs and sleep for an hour, and then we'll go to the Chili Fest. Well, that nine became like 10. Char does not come home till 1030 in the morning. <laughs> and I thought I was bad. I was like, oh, my God, I was up till 630. And Char is not home. And so um, at around 830, I woke I, I fell asleep at 630. At around 830, I woke up again and I saw people in the hot tub. And I was like, from, from the window of the room. And I was like, fuck yeah, it's open. So I put on my bikini, I run downstairs. And it turns out it was not open. These ladies had just snuck in there. And I feel bad because I, I essentially ratted them out and I didn't mean to. Because I was walking in into the pool area and some guy flags me and he's like, excuse me, miss, it's not open till 11. And I was like, but what about them? And he went and kicked <laughs> them out. So I actually feel really bad because they, they had <laughs> snuck in successfully. And because of me, they were kicked out. So. So then I was just like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go back to sleep. So then I went back to sleep until Char got, got in at 1030. I got in at 1030. And then uh, I... Uh, and I was like, you are crazy. I, I don't know how well, you did that. I, I, what's funny is I thought that the Chili Fest VIP opened at 11. That's why I went up at 1030. And then they told me that I could have gone, that uh, the, we get to go in at noon and so I was like, man, I could have stayed up for another half hour. But you and I basically You're were crazy. in bed. And we like. So Char naps for one hour. I nap for she an has hour. not slept. She has gambled her face off. She naps for one hour. And then I set my alarm and I was like, Char, we gotta go to the festival. <laughs> and we're both zombies. We can't move like, up like we're I, a mess. Yeah, I, I'm on like three hours of sleep. You're on one hour of sleep and we're just like oh my god are we going to do this but our game plan was we wanted to go during the vip hour because it was going to be less crowded right so we could who ride all that shit and then come back to the room and sleep for a little bit right and then just go back down when we're ready so that's what motivated us to was this vip hour when no one else uh was allowed so we make it downstairs and i don't know what were your first thoughts yeah, no, it was it was cool because you normally it's in the parking lot. It was a lot smaller, and because it, it, I mean, it was like one tenth the size. Of yeah, what it, it was. Uh, it was surrounding the pool area, and then the VIP was this the sides the side area where they have all the cabanas. So they had cabanas open and a bunch of tables, and then they had this big buffet line. And come to find out, because they are, they they made the place a little bit smaller. They made the festival smaller than in past years. In the past, there's like 60 chilies. So you and they put them in a little, they put them in a little, uh, uh, like what shot is glass, like yeah, a plastic shot glass, plastic, you know, uh, little what a Dixie cup for you to drink out of or you know, take a sample of. But this time, they only had, like, eight or nine chilies. They had eight chilies. And they were all lined up in the buffet table. So we actually didn't even have to leave our area. And then it was hot as hell. It was, yeah. like, sun beating down. And so we were like, well, what should we do with our food and our beer and our drink? We? Then we were like, oh, let's just sit in these cabanas. That'll be fun. And we could just chill out here for a little while. We turned the cabana into our home. 
<laughs> yeah, and but but it did take us a minute. Well, it took me a minute to realize that all the chilies in the buffet line were the same chilies that were out in the in the common folk area, because I went. I I had a game plan. I was like, okay, Shar, this is just our cabana now. We're yep. never leaving. So one of us always has to stay here so we can take turns going out into the common area and trying the, getting chilies and bringing them back. Mm-hmm. So I went for one round and I got the first two chilies that I saw and I came back and I was like, okay, this one's called this and this one's called that. And Char was like, those that's, those are the same names of the chilies that are up here. And, and thank God you did that because I would have kept going back. And I was like, oh. And so... I wrote, I took a picture of all the chilies and I went down into the, the general admission area. And yeah, they all were the same except for one, the white chili. Oh, which was actually the And that the one best. ended up being our favorite. So I'm just going to read some of these names here. We had the Drunken Texas Chili, the Angry Mama Buffalo. That was one of my favorites. You actually like the Drunken Chili. The Steakhouse Guinness was my favorite mm. of the red chilies. Uh, and then there was a venison... Um, what was it? It was a venison chipotle. Oh, no, cherry chipotle. And then a venison um, impossible chocolate. And then a fuego. And then the white chili was called ahumadero de chili blanco. And that one was ridiculous. I mean, it wasn't even a competition, right? That was so that good. That one was the best one. Um, and, yeah, so Char and I, since we were on zero amount of sleep... We just ate chili and slept in our cabana all day. <laughs> and then there was a TV. We figured out how to turn the TV on. And so the TV was on. Uh, we were able to watch the, uh, uh, what was it? The Houston-Boston game was uh, the playoff, baseball playoffs were on our screen. And you and I were just freaking lounging. We had food. Like, on, they kept coming up to us going, would you like us to clear your plates? And we're like, no, we're still working. Yeah, nope, still work. And like, we weren't like sleeping gracefully. Like I was spread eagle. Like I had one leg there, my arms up, like belly out. Like I just was so relaxed. And like the workers were commenting like, wow, they're having a good day. And one worker was like, that's how you do it, ladies. I'm jealous because we weren't just relaxing like we were very comfortable there was a point you were walking around in your bare feet yes and i had one slipper on. and shark had one slipper on i'm like shark where's your other slipper we were so janky it was perfect it was so but we but i really i couldn't handle anything more than that and oh and there's open bar in the vip area so um in the regular general admission there's only the beer samples. But for VIPs, you have an open bar with a, a full bar. So um, I kept attempting to get drinks, and then I would fall asleep, and I'd wake up, and it was warm. So then I'd just get a fresh one, uh, which is so wasteful. I would never do that in my regular life, but I was living large. Yeah. And I, I don't know what else there is to say about that except that it was oh. just perfect and beautiful. And I felt like I was on my honeymoon. It was we, we, just so we, beautiful. We kept saying, we kept saying, we we were afraid that people would come and try to sit with us. So we were like, get off of our lawn. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So I told Char, I was like, 
hey, let's act, you know, undesirable so no one wants to sit next to us. You know, pretend that we're dirty and drunk. And, and then I realized, like, oh, we, we really are, like, dirty and drunk and gross. Like, we don't even need to pretend. That was actually what we were in the moment. So, like, I still hadn't showered. I don't think you had, right? We hadn't slept. Right. Uh, like, it was gross. But it was so beautiful. <laughs> gross. We were gross and beautiful yeah. all at the same time. We made beautiful gross. <laughs> and, yeah, I, oh, it was just so perfect. And it was sunny. It was really warm. And um, the bands were, were really good. And the spasmatics oh, yeah, we had music. ended the night. Oh, yeah, we had music live music all day long. While we were laying there. Like, at one point, the band was singing At Last. And I thought it was a pretty romantic moment for us. <laughs> Sleeping on our respective couches. Just chilly and drinks and gluttony. Listening to At Last, you know? Yeah, maybe, I, I think maybe I'll make that uh, pick of you and I in our house, our cover art for this, for this one. For this episode? <laughs> yeah, and, and, then, um, and then the Spasmatics, which is an 80s cover band that we love. We've seen them at Chili Fest before, but also at other venues in the Bay. Um, they capped off the event, and they're always super fun. That was the only thing that motivated us to leave our house. We're like, okay, let's get up and dance for the Spasmatics. So... Uh, yeah, all in all, a very successful Chili Fest. I don't know how other yeah. people felt because, you know, had I paid $60 for that, I don't know if I would have been satisfied with it, but free on free plus uh, our own private cabana. Yeah. I mean, it was perfect. And then <laughs> there was one point, <laughs> I was one point when we were in our house, we had been there grazing on buffet chili and open bar and corn like we would just wake up <laughs> we just and get walk, corn we just walk up and grab a corn and then corn on the cob sleep that happened to me like twice a cup corn like I'm gonna corn and then eating corn on the cob is so exhausting I had to go back to sleep it's like we've been doing this for like three or four hours and then I looked over at you and I go what are we gonna do for dinner <laughs> I asked the, I mean, the employees all knew us. I mean, we were there for like six hours total. The employees all knew us. And I was like, does anyone have a toothpick for the corn of the cob? <laughs> and they didn't. So, I mean, whatever. Oh, yeah. But it was just wonderful. And then, and then our big plan for after that was, I mean, it was dinner. <laughs> we did come back to, I hit the hot tub. Shar, what did you have to do? You checked on the car. I checked on the car and where we were parked, and then I went up. I was going to follow you back down to the... I I was trying to debate on if I was going to follow you down to the... Back down to the pool or not, but then you didn't hang out for very long down there, so you came up because it was still pretty hot. Yeah, I was in the hot tub, and it, I was worried that it was going to be packed because everyone was leaving at the same time. And I had put on my bathing suit that morning because I anticipated like at some point I'm going to hit the hot tub so I was ready to go so I leave and I go to the hot tub and just as I was entering these people were leaving so it was perfect there was only one other person in there and it was so hot after like 10 or 15 minutes I was like I'm going to faint I think so I had to get out but it was wonderful while it lasted and then I went upstairs and we, we both, ordered we room both service. We <laughs> We ordered room service first, and then yeah, took turns showering, and then fell asleep. Like, oh man, my cousin Vinny was on, and by the time Vinny arrives to the prison, I was out. I yeah. mean, fifteen minutes in, easily. And I was we, done. We, we had 
said originally that, oh, well, we'll wait for the crowd to dissipate, so we'll go back down and, and drink and gamble again later. But you and I both, like, just passed the F out. Yeah, I passed out first. I don't even know when you passed out. But this was at, like, maybe 8.15. So I thought maybe I'd wake up at, you know, 3 or 4 in mm-hmm. the morning and, and go back and gamble while, you know, amateur hours over. Because Saturday night casino gambling is notoriously obnoxious. So uh, that was my game plan. I did wake up at 3.30 and I was like, nah, fuck that. I'm going back to sleep. And then I woke up at 6.30 and Char was one foot out the door. I was like, <laughs> all right, I'll meet you there. And I finally woke up at around eight, I think. And um, and at that point I was ready. I was, I finally felt refreshed. It was the first time I felt refreshed since like Tuesday because, uh, you know, I've just been going hard. So I'm really glad that we slept in. Yeah, and then we started playing roulette together. And then we started killing it at the roulette table. All of my numbers were coming up. And like, I bet like a grandma, no, actually grandma's probably bet big. Someone that doesn't bet big. I'm a very cautious gambler. I just want my money to last because, you know, whatever. It's fun for me. So, had I been betting big, I would have. I would have won some pots, Sean. Oh yeah, because my be- numbers. If you were betting like like you, like me and all the other degenerates <laughs> at that table. Yeah, I ha- I watched many a gambler run out of their money real quick as I was sitting there making my one dollar bets. Uh, I mean, I ran through 10, 20 different uh, players. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, with my very modest bets, and then, but, yeah, and then we were drinking, we were drinking uh, Irish coffee, Irish coffee, and then I had three champagnes, and champagne. I just said I was only going to have and one, then, and, and then I had in three. In the middle of all of it, you're like, "Sure, we should probably eat again." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, we didn't eat anything, Char," because I didn't realize I I didn't realize that we hadn't eaten, and here I am, four drinks in, and you were like, "Yeah." We'll see. I mean, you weren't ready, so it was like, all right, well, we have to do it soon. Well, I was like, you're, you're like, we haven't eaten. I'll say, we ate last night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, we ate enough yesterday for the entire weekend. And you go, and then you were like, it's 1130. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and uh, even then, we didn't even eat until 1.30. Yeah, and we still gambled for two more hours. <laughs> uh, well, I was winning. I don't know. And then... Um, yeah, so then we have at the Grand Sierra Resort, they have pho in their buffet, so we, we call it pho-fay. So we st- stuffed our faces. I had my pho. I had, oh, God, it was really good. It was really good today. We had all kinds of stuff. I had him make me a fresh steak quesadilla, uh, like carne asada quesadilla with all the fixings. Ooh, that was delish. What else did I eat? Bacon, eggs, frittata, sausage, pho. And crab legs, <laughs> uh, uh, and then back to gambling again. <laughs> yeah, we gambled for like another hour, and then we were like, "Okay, it's time to go home." Well, it was funny because I went back to roulette, and Char, you know, was playing craps and then slot machines, so I didn't see her for a while. But I was like, "Okay, we gotta go, we gotta go," because it, it, you know, it's getting late, and you know, we gotta head get on the road. And right when I hit the point where I doubled my money, I started with 100 and I, I, I noticed, I was like, oh shit, I doubled my money. I was like, all right, that's it, I'm out. So I cashed out and I find Char at the slot machine and I'm so excited to tell her that I had doubled my money from 100 to 200. And I run up to her, I'm like, look, Char. I had two black $100 chips. And then I look at her fucking machine and she just won a $1,200 jackpot. <laughs> I was like, oh, excuse me, Jesus. 
Oh, that money, That's just another day for you, that though. That money plays as fast as it wins. So. <laughs> but I was just like <laughs> such a little kid with my little measly chips. And I look at your winnings. You had just won the jackpot. It was like, oh, I'm going to the room. <laughs> Tell me when you're done. Damn it. No, I mean, I'm happy for both of us. It was an all-around success. And now here time. we are. Good, good time. And then, you know, <sighs> we actually, we had wanted to, we thought that we, it would have been fun if we recorded from our house at yeah, the Chili Festival. We but did. we were too lazy to go up to There's the room no and, way. And, get, and get our recording equipment. I, I mean, I barely made it to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. That was the, the only was thing is like the, the bathroom was, uh, you know, like a, a across three, the pool. A from three us. minute walk yeah. across the pool. No, not even. No, it was, it was a minute, a minute walk. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, uh, so I'm glad that we were able to, like, we were like, we didn't even record. What a disappointment we are. And then Ange had the great idea. She said, let's just record on the drive home, which is kind of cool because we got to recap point by point. Yeah, I wanted things to be fresh. Yes. Because, I mean, my brain isn't what it used to be, so... (laughs) But yeah, what a what a successful week, uh, wedding week, and I mean, what a crazy way to yeah, end. Yeah, I mean, like point. <laughs> this, is this is uh, <laughs> this is your this is the bookend of your trip when you got into NorCal and when you're leaving NorCal. Yeah, yeah, I'm a different woman now. <laughs> I've seen I've seen a lot since then. <laughs> as as Howard Stern would say, you've you've said it all. You've seen it all. <laughs> How does he end every interview? Oh, he does. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. You've said yeah. it all. You've seen it all. You've s- I forgot how he's done. Whatever. Something like that. So, you've seen the world. Oh, God. Yeah, and I am so tired. <laughs> but, um, but just really happy for Aaron and Jeff and grateful to my... Uh, partner Char. Oh, we didn't mention at the roulette table. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, you know, we we made a home together this weekend, so we definitely have bonded beyond what our bond was before this trip. (laughs) And I, I, you know, I was joking that I feel feel like I've been on my honeymoon as well because I'm emotionally drained from the wedding, (laughs) as I would imagine a married couple would feel. And then we're playing roulette this morning, and out of nowhere, the dealer turns to me and Shar and says, are you guys together? And we both froze. Like, yeah, neither well, of us responded well, ever. because we didn't know what she was. I was like, are you referring yeah. to, did we come here did together? We, yes. Normally they you say, ref- oh, are you, did you guys come here together? Or are you, like... Like, or if we're together, together. I, I was going to say, like, not sexually. <laughs> yeah, you totally. Yeah, you like, like, sex? No. <laughs> you, you went, you went, yeah. Because I couldn't We drove of, here together. I couldn't think of the phrase. And She's my she, ride. She just threw me off guard. <laughs> not that I would be ashamed. It's just that she threw me off guard, and I didn't know how to say. Because uh, I'm focusing like when on Jessica, my numbers. When Jessica Peluso asked if you yes. and Aaron were scissors. Exactly, <laughs> but but neither of us responded. That's what was funny. It was just like it it didn't have to be and, awkward, uh, but, but it was. And then and then like a minute or two later, you said something about us being on our honeymoon. Yeah, and then I, then that was just in my head. So, <sighs> anyways, but um, yeah, I mean that's us in a nutshell for a week. <laughs> but we're gonna dive much deeper into this wedding once we have Aaron back. 
Yeah. I'm sure she has plenty of insight. And, um, uh, you know, coming up, we've got um, Liz Garbus, uh, who did right. a movie that was just recently at the Mill Valley Film Festival called... Becoming Cousteau. Right. About Jacques Cousteau, the one and only. And, um, yeah, we're going to do that. And then after that, it's, you know, it's still October, and it's uh, Filipino Heritage Month. And so we're probably going to throw back to some of our favorite... Uh, Filipino guests on the show. We're going to get all Filipino on your asses. And then we'll come back fresh. You know, Erin will be back from her from her honeymoon. Who knows what else we got planned for the for the coming weeks after uh, oh yeah, I mean like I think we're going to do something uh, we got another interview coming up. Oh, we got Danny Strong, our friend of the show. Oh Danny Strong. my God, that's He's right. He's going to be on next month. We have, yeah, we have some really exciting things in the works. So, um, yeah, cheers to this next chapter in the Bitch Talk saga. Now that one of us is a married woman. Who would have thought? <laughs> we never thought it would be possible. <laughs> well, of the three of us, I definitely would have guessed that Aaron would be the one to that's get true. married first, if married at all. I mean, wouldn't you have guessed that? that oh, for sure. Yeah. It's oh, not, and we were, I mean, do you see what happens when we're alone? <laughs> well, you and, I and we were actually joking we about were, that. We were joking about that. When Shara came home at 1030 and she, she saw that I was all fucked up too. We're like, this is what happens when Aaron is not here to keep us in check. We don't know how to fucking control ourselves. Because both of us were just looking at each other. Yeah, like, how are we Not making exist? decisions. Not making any sense. We're like, oh, and I was like, we are such a mess. And we're like, that's what happens when Aaron's not here to make us normal. The, the voice of reason or like, yeah, just making a decision other than like drink and gamble till 10 a.m. Fuck. Oh, can't take us anywhere. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Man, that was so much fun. Anyways, yeah, I hope you enjoyed listening to what we've been to this, been through this week and weekend as much as we enjoyed telling it. And living it. Yeah. Oh, and we'll see you next time. That's all for now. Now, Sharp, focus on your driving now. Please. Okay. <laughs> will do. Bye. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions. <laughs>